Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Here's what's trending on the Big Party Morning Show on channel 94.1. More men are single and it's on purpose. Uh, there's a new survey coming out from the Pew Research Center that said about 63% of men under the age of 30 are electively single, and that's up from 51% back that's, in 2019. That's because, Wait, what's the, what's the percentage that it is now? 63%. Wow, that's, that's, that's high. very high. Especially if you want to have um, continue like having families and stuff, right? Right. Yeah, just, I mean, it just, just depends how... Um, how much he can take, you know? Well, it's kind of a canary in the coal mine situation. Um, one of the things that they're finding from experts is young men are watching a lot porn. of exotic, yeah, like saying, a lot yeah, of there's... erotic and exotic stuff, and then they're just satisfying themselves. They're like, okay. why go out? It's the perfect storm of of porn and the fact that they don't um, get out and meet people, Yeah, so they don't have confidence, right? Mm-hmm. They don't yeah. make eye contact. They don't have the courage to go they don't talk have the to someone. And yeah. I think they're getting a, bad, a lot of stupid intel from the internet. Probably. Right? What do they call it? There's those guys that they call them incels. That's a whole thing, though. That's the extreme. Mm-hmm. You know, like they've given up on love at a young age. It's, yeah, you can't do that. I mean, they're it, celibate by choice. I mean, it's it's a whole, that they don't is feel like, like an, they don't need it. They, I mean, also on their end, maybe in their heads, they're like, you know, I don't, you know, need to have, sex or I don't know or to have a relationship I can do it myself but it's about the personal connections I mean take sex out of it you know one of the psychologists is like we're at a crisis of connection Mm -hmm. people are disconnecting you know I mean not going out and socializing not going out and whether that's romantically that people don't make eye contact well the dating app ruined dating Mm mm-hmm the dating app ruined dating. I mean, when that's how you were introduced to dating, we weren't introduced to dating. There's nothing wrong with it in theory, but when we, we used to have to go talk to a girl get and then you had number. to get her phone number and you had to call and you had to have a conversation. You had to work. Now it is swipe and then it's you up. <laughs> Seriously, yeah. it's, it's... It is what it is. It's instant gratification and it has basically ruined relationships. So you have a little bit of that going on. Yeah, but it's I, what it's 60 63% from of men from under when? what age? Under the age of 30. Under the I age mean that's of 30. like your prime like that are, is are some of them um just deciding to do career first and and stuff because you know you got that. Some people do. They do say that. a lot mm-hmm. of it has to be with it has to do with time alone and online. That's the major culprit. That's the big takeaway that they found mm-hmm. from this is that young men are just basically saying, I can do it myself. And this is an American thing. Yes. But I'm sure yeah. in the developing world or in, I wonder what the level is in like um, Japan or in, remember the, a lot of those cultures? Right. The, the problem was there weren't enough. There wasn't a balance of the sexes, right? Yeah, men, women. Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a trend of people isolating. I mean, because they're even looking at things like having friends, you know? They're saying that, in the early 90s, 55% of men had about like six or more close friends, right? You had what pa- is it pals now? that you. 
like 15% of men said they, say they have no close personal friendships. Oh, that's And it's even 27. Sadder. So it went from 55% of men had like six or more friends to 27%. Yeah. It's not a sign of a healthy um, society. No. no. People need to get out there. Come on, man. Your what homework you... this weekend is to go and be social. <laughs> yeah. What do you think? What do you suppose the whole... Because um, I've just noticed this within the last... I thought it was just... You know, being you know, people being weird or whatever. In the last five years, the eye contact thing—they—they're looking. I've noticed it so much that now I force myself to like not do that. But they—they—it's like you walk by someone and they instantly look towards the wall or they look down or just not being around just, other people. Wow, that is bizarre. Basic socialization when people aren't around each other. Uh huh. Right. You forget just no the one natural talks to each conditioning. Other. They look at their phone. Yeah. Nobody listens to each other. I mean, well, this is where we're at. Well, it's a Friday. Just be glad you're not young. Go out. <laughs> <laughs> right? I know, but I've got two young people that I think are relatively social. You know, they, they know how to make eye contact and meet. But, but I, I wonder if that's because, you know, there's they come from a generation that parents with a generation of like, you got to get out there and meet people. You know, I mean, yeah. there's a certain amount of you got to kind of almost push them out of their comfort zone a little bit you to pa- say you, you pair that up with all the mental health you know issues and i don't know if maybe that mental health is exacerbated by this kind of stuff yeah the idea of the anxiety you know and so you're just like well i don't want to add any more pressure to the situation but at one uh, what point is it just like you know it's kind of like exercise right like yeah the idea of being social you have to build up your endurance I find, I mean, I noticed that after COVID where it's like people hadn't been out a lot and you kind of have to like ramp back up. You're like, wow, I forgot how much energy this takes to be with people or to be doing all of these things and be Uh, engaged in social. It makes it harder to um, rise up, rise up in the workplace because when you don't go to work and bond with people, you know, Mm -hmm. the young guy, people are like, yeah, you know, that Jerry guy's really funny. Yeah. But that doesn't happen when you're working from home. Nope. Not at all. Well, it's Friday, kiddos. Fridays, get out there and make love. Does Uh, Friday even matter anymore every day? Come on. Let's be happy. It's Friday. It's to us. Super happy. It's Friday. (laughs) Yeah. I'm saying every day is Friday. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Yes, you're right. Every day is Friday. At least in my apartment building. Yeah. Yeah, Party. Well, some good news out of the CDC. We'll take it. Uh, The flu shot did its job this year. Substantial protection this season. You know, it's kind of a crapshoot. They have to sort of get out and um, like read the tea leaves and decide what kind of uh, strains they're going to focus on for the next year. Sometimes it's a hit. Sometimes it's a miss. Yeah, my doctor um, said they got it got it good this year. Yes. What's considered um, a hit? Yeah. 75%. Okay. All right. Well. Um, I mean, you know, it, it reduced the risk. They, they showed that the vaccinated adults were half as likely to get sick from the flu or visit the emergency room. I mean, basically they're saying it did its job. Okay. It kept the majority of people who got the flu shot from getting seriously ill. I wonder if we, I, mean, I think the numbers will be muddled for years. Yeah, they will. They're going to have an asterisk after COVID, right? COVID and then that RSV like, or whatever you know? it is. Because it seems yeah. like everybody's been sick. Mm-hmm. Would you feel anecdotally that it feels like yes. you know, no one's getting sick? Everybody around us are sick all the time. Yeah. I haven't gotten a flu because, I, I mean, I know what the flu feels like, so I haven't gotten that. But every time um, I go over but, to Think Health, mm-hmm. I've been there twice this year. They're That's all. Packed. 
they're all wigged out. Yeah. Really? Yeah, they're yes. claiming that what's been confusing for them is flu or COVID. They're like, everybody's coming in thinking they have the flu, and they're like, you have COVID. Or the, or, the RSV thing. Yes. The, the triple the triple threat. Yeah, I so. just, um, my daughter was homesick yesterday, and I took her in, and it's pretty, I mean, they're like so squared away. They're like, we're going to do the four panel, and basically they take a swab, like for it's strep. like a COVID test, but it's for strep, COVID, RSV, and flu. I was like, oh, wow. Like, I mean, just... Right. Let's just kick it's everything. It's still that policy. You go into the hospital with a broken arm, and they're like, okay, for stars, though, do you have COVID? <laughs> First. Let's let's knock out RSV. Yes. Yeah. Strep. Blah, blah, blah. Uh, Aaron Rodgers is back from his darkness retreat. I saw that. Did he make it through the whole time? He it was did. What, three, uh, four days? Yeah. Um, it was out at Sky Cave Retreats in Oregon. Yeah, there was like I saw a photo of it, uh, and it really is a like like a door inside that leads inside to a a, a mountain. I was like, all right, this is weird. I think that's called a cave. Yeah, it was like a cave. It's sky cave. <laughs> it's a door that goes into a mountain. <laughs> Again, a reason why I got See? beat up. Cave. <laughs> Ooh, tell me more about this cave. Well, it reminded me of hobbits. It just reminded me of those hobbit hole. Uh, Hobbit hole. hole, Yeah, on the ground of the hobbits. Yeah, he went Bilbo Baggins. Yep. Uh, So this is it was his time to sort of reflect on whether or not he's still under contract to play next season for Green Bay Packers. But you know, I don't know if they want him back. No, (laughs) I just spent the weekend up in Wisconsin, and he is not liked. (laughs) It is so interesting. Packers this says that he was only there for two days. All right, he only made it two. All right, because I know they could leave whenever they were supposed they to be wanted. there for four. Yeah, but can leave when you he, want. He only got half the the effect though. Yeah, but maybe I don't all know. the real stuff happens in day three and four, right? Right. He's not usually one to shy away from a you know an introspective journey since he's also the guy that's gone in what toad venom where they take you mm-hmm. in the middle of a jungle. Well, that must be that hard to be in darkness and I think silence it would be really for. For two days alone, that would drive me darkness. Nuts. I couldn't do it. I couldn't do it either. I think it'd be just the silence. Oh, the silence! You'd hear be able to hear your heartbeat. Oh, that would make me nuts. You'd hear song coming out of there if I was in there. That's what, like, so I. Because <laughs> I'd be singing. If, if you look up the Beckham Creek Cave Lodge that I've done twice in Arkansas, it was uh-huh. badass. It was on Lifestyles of the Rich and Famous. Like Michael Jackson stayed there. Yeah. That was amazing, but you go back into the cave, that silence. No. Like if it, it is dead silent because you're in a cave, so there's like there's you you hear nothing from the outside. There's no there's no wind, there's no breeze. It's dead silence. Silence. And you sit there and you wonder if you got stuck in there, how quickly you would lose your mind, just the darkness and silence. I'm sure. Which I think was in theory would be the idea of of this retreat. I think so. You get your mind moving in a different way because you, you block your your mind's blocking out all that stuff. Except for your your your. uh, You're honestly just left with your thoughts, (laughs) and you're singing. Being like, my team needs better receivers. Why can't they catch my passes? Uh, My hair is so good right now. Damn, my hair looks good. That looks good. All right, we'll be back. Stay with us. You're listening.
listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Morning show on channel 941. Hey, our podcast will be up a little bit later. We'll do a, do a podcast on previous shows. A whole bunch of them actually. Uh, channel94.com where you can hit us up on, on the app. And the app has that open mic as well. I had the weirdest dreams last night. I woke up this morning. I dreamt about um Sean Mendez the the whole night. Really? Yeah, and I was trying to make fun of him. And I was wondering in my dream, why am I making fun of him? And then he's just walking around shirtless. And I'm like, why do I care? He's with that older woman. I don't know what my deal was. <laughs> <laughs> you really got to get on a couch for that one, my friend. Yeah, isn't that bizarre? Because I was like, why do I? And then I kept going back to his voice. And I kept asking myself, why do I make fun of his voice so much? You were and thinking this was that all in, in a dream? dream? That was in my the, whole dream. I mean, in the dream, you were wondering why you make fun of his voice, so you woke up and wondered why. No, in the dream, it was all of that. It was like I had a moment of, it's like I took the target off of him. I'm like, hey, well, who cares? <laughs> why do I care? Something well, must have been in the water. I had an entire what it is. dream about Taylor Swift last night. Maybe something's going on. I well, don't know. I mean, does it mean anything, or is it just your your brain playing a movie? Probably. Because I'll have nightmares and think, am I supposed to, is that a thing? Yeah. Or is that just your, instead of sometimes you have happy dreams, sometimes you just, it's your brain on random, right? Brain on random. Means you're probably not sleeping well if you're, if you're having Oh, I know brain. I'm not. I'm waking up with parts of my body numb. You're getting, you're getting yeah. uh, junk sleep. Because remember, REM starts when you're going in and out of sleep. It's like right before going into the deep sleep. Uh huh. So a lot of times, that's why when you remember it, because you're kind of on the edge. Okay. All right. Because yeah, my uh, I remember, but then I f- it fades away, you know, quickly. So were you being? So, what was happening with Taylor Swift? We were friends, weird. and and it was weird. Like it was her midnight. You know, it was her era's concert, and for some reason, I was in the VIP section, and the VIP section was like. A, a cabaret, like seating, like tables and stuff like that, like up by the stage. And and it was it was so bizarre. And it was like one of those things where we were there for the sound check and and then like watching all the people come in. But like she did like a little concert before they let everybody in the arena in just for like the little VIP section. And what it was, were you doing in the thing? Were you just sitting at the table? You dancing? Yeah, I was sitting. At, you... No, I was dancing. I was sitting at the table. We were drinking. I mean, it was, and it was like me and some. I don't. I, I can't remember. I was there with people. So it was awesome. It was yeah, amazing. Sounds... Like it was like so crazy. Like she came down. She's like, "What do you think?" Like gave me a hug and stuff like that. I was like, "You're killing it!" Like this is great. <laughs> I woke up. I'm like, "Why am I dreaming about Taylor Swift? <laughs> and how come I'm her best friend, wingman?" <laughs> but that's awesome because because that would that wouldn't happen in real life. But if it did. It wouldn't be any different. Like they're they're saying, your subconscious doesn't know the difference, right? No, no. Yeah, I'm sure they doesn't. But sometimes no. you are kind of aware that you're dreaming. That's what weirds me out because I most it of the like time you I were am aware. Sometimes you you realize in a dream you're like, okay, this is uh, I'm yeah, in a this, dream. I'm like in a dream. my dad showed up in a dream, and I'm like, oh, I, this is a dream. Let's go. Really? Yeah. Yeah, you're aware. That's it's the weird. funky thing. I'll see my dad, and and sometimes he's old dad, or sometimes he's in, my dad in his prime. Oh. And usually when his, and he's in his prime, he'll look and he'll smile. And he's never said a word. I was going to ask you if he talks. He's okay. never talked. And that's always a cue that I'm like, ooh, I'm dreaming. 
let's go with it. <laughs> Why don't you next time? In and most of the dreams, there's a point where it all takes place in my childhood home. It's weird. Okay. I'm in the childhood home. Oh, I and love then it that. Branches from there, stuff takes off. Sometimes it's a horrifying. Like, I was getting. Att- I was fighting a great white shark in the front yard of my mom's house. Okay, like you do. <laughs> well, that was, was probably based on real life experience. It was. It was in a. Sh- it was in a giant <clears throat> aquarium tank that somebody okay. brought over. It made no sense. It was the most vivid dream. Everybody went in the house, and I was alone. And I started screwing around, and I fell in the tank. Uh oh. And it was terrifying. And I woke up like. <laughs> And then I'm like, that didn't make any sense. But it was kick-ass. I love that, though. Where it's like it's like your brain knows you need a little escape. Like, just have fun. Let's just have fun. Let's go to bed tonight and just have some fun. Like, sometimes your brain goes to bed and it's like, I got to work some stuff out. It's not going to be fun. Yeah, You're not yeah. going to wake up rested. You probably won't remember, but we're going to have a lot of stress dreams right. tonight. We got a lot of stuff in the garbage yeah, disposal. Yeah, is that just defragmenting? Probably. The data. Have you ever tried to talk to your dad? I mean, like, say, ask him a question or anything like that? You should, if you visit, if you it, know, it, you should. So, so That's weird. There's dreams where I'm talking, but he's never said a word. Okay. Now, sometimes in the dreams, he's, like, angry at me. Oh. And he's, but he he's, you can't talk. That's good, then. <laughs> you don't right, want, and you don't I want to wonder what that, I'm sure there's some Freudian stuff there, but for the most part... I usually just go with dreams. I just feel like, like Molly's saying, they're the night movies in my head. Yes. Because <laughs> I can have kick-ass good dreams, and then I'll have nights where the I'll worst. wake up and I was fighting that shark, and my heart's beating, and I'm like, <gasps> yeah. and I'll go back to sleep, and I'm being chased by a truck. Okay. And then all night, it's endless screaming, terrifying dreams that I keep waking up from. But I'm not, it never stresses me out. I always feel like it's like, oh, I'm just having movie night. <laughs> Movie night. It's the movies in my head. <laughs> I guess you're it's right. Like the I question mean, is, how geez. much should we read into our dreams? I agree. There's got to be something there. It's just kind of bizarre that, I mean, even where I love to, it. You know, but all right, I don't know what we do with the Sean Mendez dream. <laughs> I don't know either. If he's in the news, I'm going to be nice, I guess. But I am always nice. I just make fun of him, um, his voice. And he was shirtless in my dream. I mean, come on. Well, because we looked at those pictures That's yesterday. Exactly what was going on, Molly. It was yep. exactly what was going on. See, but every time I see Sean Mendez, I see Wileen's boy. Oh, he does look like oh, Wileen's yeah. boy. Oh, that's weird. Yeah, maybe, maybe that's what's going on. Ah, could be, could be. All right, Molly's minutes coming up next. What's up? Paris Hilton's a new mama. We finally nah, have nah. the little baby boy's name. All right, stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 94.1. Listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. We got a name. Phoenix. Phoenix is a name, huh? Paris Hilton and her husband welcomed a baby boy via surrogate and uh, kind of kept the name under wraps, but then she has a podcast. This is Paris. Here it is right here. We plan to name him Phoenix, a name that I decided on years ago when I was searching cities, countries, and states on a map. Wasn't that fascinating how she said she's never. She thought she was asexual. Yeah. Because she's never been to any in to anyone until she met this dude. And then she fell in love. Yeah, she's got a memoir coming out. And one of the things that page six is reporting is um I wonder if it was the fact that she was uh sexually assaulted when she was younger. She met a guy at the mall when she was like fifteen and he roofied her. 
That sucks, yeah. Um, and so, you know, I wonder if part of that, you know, I'm sure blended in in with that and she's finally found a connection and somebody she can love and trust and open up with and I mean that's all great stuff. Uh but she is a new mom and um Phoenix is the name of the little guy and his we plan little to name. name him Phoenix. A name that I decided on years ago when I was searching cities, countries and states on a map. I haven't heard her voice in so long. <laughs> when she was searching cities on a map was that when she was out there with Lionel Richie's with uh, Thud. Right. <laughs> where they made that gross reality show. Oh, this. Like, oh, my God. Everywhere, everywhere is a small town. Like, you guys are hell ballets. Nicole Richie. Well, the yeah. simple life. The simple life. Simple Isn't that where life. Kesha came from? Yes, Kesha. That, Wasn't Kesha a little girl that in one of the houses that they that, stayed at? I don't think she's a little girl. I think she, I think that was all orchestrated. But uh, uh, she was a... Um, a teenager or whatever, you know, and, and, you know, an artist. And then, yeah, that, that worked out that way. That was such a strange, strange uh, reality show. Was that a reference you when know? she said she's going around cities and towns? It must be because, you you know, I it, she would go to those two girls. The Nicole. first season the first season was set in, in o, the Ozarks. Okay. Where they worked at a Sonic. I do remember that. Yeah, I remember when them because they were terrible the... at it. Oh, they were terrible at it, and they can't, they didn't care because they're like, "We're rich, whatever." Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the first time we I probably saw her actually smile, um, and that all done. Remember that she went to jail, and yeah. she came out, and she was like, "A," I was like, "Oh my, that's the real Paris Hilton." You should remember that. Well, she always had model mm-hmm. pose. Mm-hmm. You know how models don't smile. Yeah, serious face. Mm. Serious face. So mm. When she walked out of jail, it was like. Yeah, no makeup on. She looked great. She looked happy and genuine and beautiful. So good for Paris. Succession is coming to an end. Uh, Season four is premiering March 26th, and we need to enjoy it because this is it. This is it, huh? This is it. Um, Yeah, the showrunner, that Jesse Armstrong, he said that uh, they are, that this is it, that, that, um, there's a promise in the title of Succession. I've never thought this could go on for forever. The end was always been kind of present in his mind from season two. They've been trying to think of a way to wrap it up, and I guess they found a way. So it has been dragging on a little bit, hasn't it? Only four well, seasons, you know. Yeah, but I mean, how many seasons can you do? Well, um, if you're, I mean, much of these other shows, they're forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah but it's this probably is a- it's better television to to wrap it. Yeah. Yes, yeah. Do I love lost. Succession. Don't do the lost. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, eventually you got to hand the money over to whoever's going to take over. There's hand a bunch of new stuff over. to watch this weekend. Is there? What's up? Um, yeah, we've got in theaters Cocaine Bear, which obviously we've Everyone's, been on the edge of our seats all waiting for that to come out. Everybody's been talking about it. I guess it's getting a 71 or something on Rotten Tomatoes. So That's probably a great date you know? movie. Yeah, Cocaine, just something fun. I think so. Cocaine Bear. Yeah. yeah. What else? Um, streaming on Netflix, we have a ghost, which is uh, David Harbour, you know, from um, uh, Stranger Things. He plays a ghost and you've is this got a, a comedy. Yeah, it's like a dark comedy, but it's for families. Anthony Mackie plays the dad. But then streaming on um, all sorts of other services, Babylon is going to be on Paramount Plus. Megan or M3 again is on Peacock. The Chucky. Uh-huh. And Tricky if you want to watch uh, Knock at the Cabin by M. Night Shyamalan or The Whale, which is up for an Academy Award, Apple TV's got you 
on those. All so, right. lots Plenty of stuff. Plenty to do. All right, we're going to get to what's trending. Also, we got uh, UNO coach coming in next hour, people. Big, big uh, hockey weekend for the Mavs at Baxter. Yeah, this is huge. They've got uh, nationally ranked St. Cloud State coming in. So, uh, tonight and tomorrow. All right. They've got one of the fastest growing fan base in college hockey. That Do they? That's awesome. All right, what's trending, Molly? We got new galaxies out there. They're Dude. called monsters. All right, we'll get to that next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Big Party Morning Show on Channel 941. Weekdays from 5 to 10. It's the Big Party Morning Show. Only on Channel 941.